morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. For those of you who are new to my channel, welcome. I'm Dr. Michelle Daff. And for those of you who are returning, welcome back. Thank you for being here for another video in Feminine Rehab, where we're talking today about boundaries. This is the last video in the series on boundaries, where we've been talking about beauty and boundaries as a feminine woman, how you can be more beautiful by having boundaries in your life in different areas, such as with yourself, with your friends, at work, in a relationship. And today we're talking specifically about family. But before we get into the video, I want to talk about something that I started last year that I'm bringing back with a different twist. Last year, we started the Dr. Daff show where you ladies and I were meeting via Zoom, asking questions about femininity, about faith, about relationships, and it was great. But due to my pregnancy and just lots of technical issues, we had to stop the series. So I'm bringing it back, but this time with a different twist. If you would like to ask me a question, then I would like you to record yourself asking me the question. You can ask up to three questions and make sure that when you use your phone, you turn it sideways so that it's like a nice big wide angle and upload it to my email address, which I'll have all the information in the information box below. And then I will incorporate your questions into a video and answer them here on my channel. That'll give you an opportunity to think about what you want to ask me to be able to frame it and think about whatever other questions that may come up before we talk. So again, you can ask me up to three questions on femininity, on faith, on relationships, and send it to my email address, dearDrMichelle at gmail.com, and I will respond to your question here on my channel. Thank you so much for your support, and I'm really excited about bringing back the Dr. Daff Show because I know it blessed so many of you. So we're going to go ahead and get into the video. I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. Today, we're discussing boundaries with your family members. I received so many questions with you ladies struggling with being able to stand up to people in your family. Now, family members is really tricky because these are people who you were just born into a relationship with. They're not people that you chose to be in your life. So a lot of times family members have very unique personalities all in one home. Even if you're siblings, you probably do not behave the same. And even though you were raised with the same parents, you may have different values, different personality types, and different behaviors. So it is challenging because these are people that you cannot get away from. You have to learn how to live with them, how to coexist, and how to have love and unity. Because ultimately, if you don't have that, it will impact you as a person. So what I'm going to do is just answer the questions as I speak, different things that you ladies brought up. And if you have additional questions, then leave me a comment and I'll try to answer it there. Something that's absolutely important for you to do as a feminine woman is expose yourself to other women who have strong boundaries. This will allow you to be able to see examples of people who have learned how to stand up for themselves, who have learned how to create values and standards in their life, and it'll encourage you to know that you can also do it. Don't ever think that you cannot 
have boundaries, even if you've never had them before. You can always at any time change your life. And that can start right now, as long as you have the courage and the tools to do it. So if you maybe had a family member who you did not have boundaries with in the past, and now you want to stand up and you want to share your boundaries with them, you absolutely can. And that's one of the questions that came up. Never feel like it's too late. At any point in time, you can decide to change as a person and decide to enforce however it is that you now want to be treated. It's a matter of having the courage to approach the person and let them know that, you know, in the past, I know that I've allowed you to use my clothes without asking me. But from now on, I need you to ask me before you borrow my clothes. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, they may have a reaction. And again, with family members, they tend to feel a little bit more entitled to things that belong to you. They tend to feel more entitled in terms of disregarding your boundaries, whether they're physical boundaries or mental boundaries. They just feel like because we're family, we're all the same. And so I don't need permission. And that's just not true. They do need permission and they don't have the right to disrespect you. So if you've struggled with that in the past, coming back and just having a conversation and letting them know that, yes, this has been allowed, but it's no longer acceptable. And it doesn't have to be said in a rude way or in an angry way, but you do need to say it because without that, they will not know. Even if they should know, if you've allowed it, they may think that it's okay. Another area when it comes to boundaries with your family is asking inappropriate questions. Let's say you go to Thanksgiving dinner or there's a birthday party and you have an aunt that's asking you personal questions about your relationship or asking you when you're going to have children or things that just make you feel uncomfortable. You can let them know that you don't feel comfortable answering those questions. Now, it may seem kind of weird to say it that way, so it doesn't have to be said in that manner, but you can do it by just saying something like, we'll see, and not engaging in the conversation. You can listen and just do a shrug and say, we'll see. Or you can excuse yourself and say, you know, I have to go check on something and get up and walk away. Or you can let them know. You can be direct and say, I don't want to talk about this. And I know that can be really tough, especially if you come from a culture where this is really normal and they tend to maybe be a little bit more abrasive and might even insult you for not being in a certain place in your life. It may be more difficult to do that. So in those cases, I do recommend you just walking away and trying your best not to have communication with that person if they're going to continue to ask those questions. If you're having a boundary violation with a family member who's doing something like going through your things when you're not there or taking your phone and using it or taking your clothes and wearing them or taking your makeup or anything that's yours, any belongings that you have, maybe you go away for college and they're at home still. And so all of your things are still there and they wear it when you're gone and you notice it. It's so important that you address it. The good thing about family members in a sense is that they aren't really going anywhere. And you do feel more of a level of comfort in terms of being able to express yourself because, you know, but at the same time, there could also be challenges there because maybe that person has bullied you as a sibling. And so maybe you're afraid of them. So even though you're 35, when you see them, you still feel a little bit nervous about speaking up for yourself. OK, those things do run deep. However, again, it's family. So they're not going anywhere. And a lot of times they do end up respecting you for standing up for yourself because 
in their hearts, they do know when they're doing something wrong or when they're violating you in some way because they're in the real world and other people would not allow it. So by you standing up for yourself, it does show growth. And whether or not they acknowledge that growth, you need to do what you need to do so that you can free yourself of that bondage. So it's necessary for you to be very direct and let them know, I don't want you to go into my room when I'm not home, or please do not wear my clothes without asking me, or please do not touch my ID if I'm not here and use it. You know, whatever it is that they're doing that they're not supposed to be doing. And if they do have something of yours on and maybe you've already told them not to do it, it's important to kind of take it up a notch and tell them, like, let's say they're wearing your your necklace and you've already told them not to go into your room not to use your things without asking ask for it back in that moment and say I need it back right now give it to me right now and kind of take it up a notch in terms of letting them know that you're serious about this that you're not going to let it fly if not those violations may continue to happen because again they know you and they think that They can do whatever they want because you're not going to do anything because you never have. So in order to sort of show them that a change has happened within you, you may need to take it up to another level and ask for it back in the moment. And if there are physical violations happening, let's say you share an apartment or they're living with you for a little bit, you may have to do things like lock the door or put your things in a place with a lock in it or hide your car keys and things like that. Of course, you don't want to have to do that, but it's important not to continue to do the same things over and over if they're not changing, if they don't have enough awareness to regulate themselves. You may have to then do that or else you may be enabling some of that behavior. And if you're too shy or too scared to say anything, then it will continue. Okay, whatever you allow will continue. So at some point, you will have to get the courage to stand up for yourself at least in an indirect way to start, whether it's sending them a text message and saying, I really don't like it when you use my makeup without asking me, I need you to please stop doing that. You know, and maybe next time say it to them face to face. It always takes baby steps if this is something that you're uncomfortable with, but it will get better as you continue to practice. I also received questions on Dealing with boundaries with family members who have an addiction of some sort. Now, this one's really challenging because there are a lot of elements involved when you have a family member who's suffering from an addiction or even a mental illness, right? Because their behaviors are a little bit more challenging because there's another element involved. So this question came up about how to deal with a family member who maybe suffers from alcoholism and you want to love them, but you're also so angry with them and your boundaries are being violated. In these situations, one of the things you can do is share your frustration with them. If they are suffering from an addiction, it's important that they know it's affecting you. So many times as family members, we get so angry with these people that we just lash out. Maybe we ignore them or we criticize them or we pass judgment towards them, but we don't necessarily tell them how we feel and and let them know that, you know, this behavior is really impacting me and it's hurting this family. It's hurting your child and allow them to hear it from you. 
okay, not through someone else. Letting them know directly that you're there to help them. So you're saying it, but you're also saying it with encouragement and letting them know, like, listen, I noticed that you've been drinking every day. I can smell it on you. And, you know, it's not to pass judgment, but I don't want this to become a problem for you. So is there a way that I can help you? It's always important if you can to try to help and know that you've tried, whether that's trying to look for some sort of facility to help them or information that they can have. Maybe there's something going on with them. Okay. Empathy is always the best way to start. So, so if they're suffering like this, there might be a reason. Okay. If you notice that they're smoking weed every single day and it's getting worse and worse, they could be running away from something. They might want to escape and there may be something that they're escaping from. So being there and at least offering your company, offering your advice or just offering your help is important for them to know that you love them and that you care and that you're there for them. Now, on the flip side of that, it's also necessary that you do not enable their behavior. Okay, and this is really common, especially in certain cultures where these things are sort of just brushed under the table or say you're a parent and you notice that your child is doing something, but you don't want to address it because it's taboo or you just hope it's not really happening, but you know it is. It's so important that you don't enable their behavior. So if there's a situation where you are contributing to their ability to do that, that you stop. So if they're asking for money and you know that they're asking for money to go buy drugs or buy liquor or whatever, not giving them the money for that. Okay. If they need something, you can help them by purchasing whatever it is that they need, but not giving them money, knowing that they're not able to control themselves. There's also the notion of making sure that you're aware. So if you notice that this person is drunk and your child wants to drive with them to the store, not allowing your child to go with them just because they're, it's their aunts or it's, you know, their sister or whoever it's, not necessary for you to allow that and just ignore the fact that this person could be putting your child in danger. Okay. And if you notice that they're putting themselves in danger, say you notice that they're drunk and they're about to go down to the mall, you can say, look, it smells like you've been drinking. I don't know if it's a good idea for you to drive, right? Now they may get upset. They may tell you that they're not drinking or whatever, right? They may try to defend themselves, but you doing your part by at least mentioning it allows them to at least take a moment to pause and realize that someone notices and maybe they don't have to go or maybe they can take an Uber. And that is important because you can save their life and other people's lives because they're being negligent with their behavior. So it's not your place to pass judgment on them, but it is your place to be wise enough to protect yourself, protect your loved ones, and not to enable their behavior. In those cases, it's also so important for you, my dear, to set mental boundaries for yourself. When you have a family member who is involved with things like this, it is so mentally draining and it can cause you to worry about them constantly where you can't enjoy yourself. You can't stop thinking about what they're doing and you're just sort of ruminating on their behavior or maybe they have children and you're constantly worried about their children and it takes over your joy because they are doing something that is impacting the family and it's 
normal that you feel this way, but setting boundaries on how much you're thinking about it and finding other ways to release those thoughts, whether that's talking to someone else in the family, maybe their parent or another sibling or someone else can kind of get together and have an intervention or someone that they respect might be willing to talk to them about this, but finding other strategies instead of just worrying and just building yourself up with anger and resentment towards them is important because these things run deep and you can end up having nightmares about their behavior or end up changing yourself and becoming very rude or mean or just guarded towards them because of their behavior. And you don't want it to get to a point where it's changing you. And the topic of forgiveness, that comes up with this. And of course, with these things, I mean, a lot of people who've had family members who suffer from addiction have done a lot of things that have impacted you right? They could have done something that hurt you. They could have wasted your time. They could have impacted your finances. It can be all of these things. They could have put you in a circumstance where you got into some sort of problem. Um, You could have been abused by them sexually. There are so many things that could have happened because of their behavior. So forgiveness, that has to come in at some point. And it's not for them. It's for you. It's for you to release those things from your heart, the things that they've done for you to say, okay, you know what? I've acknowledged that they did this thing and I don't like the fact that it happened, but I'm not going to hold on and hold this against them as a person because it impacts me and it takes away my joy and it takes away from my life. And so forgiving them will also open up the door for you to be able to do things like pray for them. To me, that is the only thing that really does work is spending time in prayer and asking God to help them. It doesn't have to come from you. The help can come from anyone, but not giving up on them. And that prayer time allows you to also have empathy for their situation And realize that there is room for change because a lot of times these people, it's kind of like a lost cause. You just sort of get tired of seeing them do the same things over and over and you just stop. A lot of times we just stop. We just completely give up and you don't have to give up on praying for them. And also praying for yourself and praying that God will help you to be able to have the strength to know how to speak to them, to confront certain things, to let certain things go, to find ways to help them. God will find whatever way works for your family to help you to get through it. But you do have to give it to Him and not hold all of this on your own and try to solve all these problems because you simply cannot and you don't have to. That's the beautiful thing about having a relationship with God is knowing that you always have time to be able to spend time with someone who can actually change your circumstance. You cannot change it on your own, but you have the ability to pour out your heart and release it and know it by faith that it's done, it's taken care of, and you don't have to be in a place of anxiety, of stress, and of worry. Now, with family members, there's also the idea of having boundaries to protect your children. Okay, this is something that's also come up quite a few times with family members, especially in the area of femininity and being a softer woman. Unfortunately, a lot of ladies have had violations with family members because maybe your parents did not protect you. They didn't put boundaries up. 
And when you have a child, when you've been blessed to have children, God has given you that child to protect. So it is never okay if you know that there's someone who's hurting your child in any way to look the other way. Okay, you know, as a mother, you know if something is going on. Even if it's your husband and you think, oh, this could just never happen. I don't believe it. You know if there's something going on. It is your job to protect your children. That is never okay. So if there's a family member that you know that has a certain lifestyle that you don't agree with, or they have certain tendencies that you think are suspicious, then your child shouldn't be around that person. There have to be boundaries set up for your children to protect them. Okay, whether this family member maybe has issues with drugs or you know that they have issues with stealing. Maybe they've been incarcerated and you think that maybe you have a family member who has issues with drugs or maybe they have issues with stealing. Maybe there's someone who you know who's living a lifestyle that you don't agree with. Okay, maybe they live a homosexual lifestyle and you don't want your daughter hanging out with them because you don't agree with that. These things are important because they will impact your children if you don't stand up for whatever you believe in personally. It's important that you protect them because once these things happen, they cannot be erased. And so many of us are in situations because our parents looked the other way or did not realize or were too afraid to stand up for what they believed in. So I want you as a feminine woman to know that you do have the power to be able to protect your children from the things that maybe impacted you simply by deciding that you're not going to allow it and having the courage and the strength through Christ to be able to help you to confront things that you don't want in your life. So I hope that this was helpful to you in answering some of your questions about boundaries with your family members. Again, it all comes down to your ability to be brave enough to stand up for yourself. I have so many of you ladies letting me know that the reason why you don't want to enforce your boundaries is because you're afraid that people are not going to like you. You're afraid of being abandoned. And that's understandable, okay? We all want people to like us. But the reality is not everyone is going to like you. And that's okay. If they don't like you because you have certain way that you want to be treated, then why would you want them in your life? That doesn't make sense. And if there are certain things that are stopping you from having that true self-love for yourself enough to say that if someone doesn't respect me, I don't want them in my life, then you might need some more help. You might have to see a therapist who can help you to unpack these feelings and help you to practice and have a role model or have some sort of script or modeling that you can do with this person to help you in these areas. But remember that you cannot control how someone sees you or how someone feels about you and you shouldn't want to anyway because everyone has a right to be able to have their own thoughts and like who they want and dislike who they want. That's up to them. You showing up as who you are, as a woman God created you to be, is what's important. And the only way you can do that is by being authentic and being your true self. If people don't like it, they won't want to be around you and that will make your life easier. Ultimately, you will always find people who love you for who you are, who appreciate you for who you are and have no problem adhering to the things that you say in terms of how you want to be treated. 
I'm so proud of each and every one of you for being brave enough to listen to this information and taking a look at yourself and your life and ways that you can improve and things that you can face that you've been running away from. It's always important to bring everything to God and to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things will be added on to you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at a feminine impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff and listen to my podcast, a feminine impression for more feminine content. I love each and every one of you so much. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, my love, for being here, listening to this podcast and spending some time with me today. I hope that the information that you heard here today will bless and open up your life for you to be the woman that God created you to be. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram page at a feminine impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff. Also visit my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff for more information and lots of video content on femininity. I would also love your support in purchasing my fragrance from my brand, Fine Forever, by visiting www.fineforever.com. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression.